Well, uh, yeah, let's uh, just we'll dive into it. You good? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm straight. You know, been sipping on my mugle over here. <laughs> All right, <laughs> my boy was uh, staring at the computer screen. Welcome to the Going Down the List podcast. I'm E.T. Dubs, here today with... The Fonz. And also... Jerberius. And was that the Fonz I heard tonight? <laughs> the Fonz. As in... Oh, shit. See, I always, I'm always so self-conscious when I'm saying that one, because I don't want to... No, no, no. Pay, pay it, I, think, I think you just added... To Henry to Winkler. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his thumbs stuck in the air right now. That's what I, I mean, that's exactly what I pictured. His jacket's not leather, but it's, it might as well be. Yeah. We'll get him one. Just right. to the no, list. No, it's, well, it guess... was not a mistake. It was not a mistake, is all I'm saying. No. When I'm, when I'm saying the fawn, well, I guess I should say the fawn, not the fawns. Sorry, the fawn. <laughs> if you cloned yourself, you would be the fawns. Right. True. Right. So maybe you're just you're planning on that. Yeah, world domination of satyrs. Jared, did you get to introduce yourself? <laughs> uh, I think I did. If I did not, it's Jared Barrios, as always. That's right, as always. And we, we're here to talk about uh, Narnia and yeah, world domination. That's right. Narnia. Uh, which there is a, you know, I don't want to yeah, go too uh, far off track too wait, early, wait, 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 but wait, we wait, do wait, have okay. a new Narnia series coming out. Have y'all heard of this? No, actually, no. Jeremy, do you not know why I'm called Mr. Tumnus? Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, okay for sure, sure. For sure. Yes. I, 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 just, I was... haven't watched those movies in a while. Oh. Okay. And I just yeah, I was thinking about it when you said that. But no, yeah. I did not know there's a show. It yeah, does have I think a giant pretty big budget, from my understanding. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, you, you know, know everybody's still trying to cash in on the post GOT fantasy. Cash yeah. cow. <laughs> Did I say it? I said it like a normal volume and nobody offered. I was like, nope. Uh, nope. Well, oh, damn. Boy. We're not even into the ep- like severance and Ray already wins. All right. Um, so, quote, already went to quarter of the week. We're here today to talk about Severance Season 1, Episode 7. And I think Ryan Gosling must be in the building because this is Defiant Jazz. Directed by Ben Stiller for the fourth time this season. Written by Helen Lee. And this episode aired March 5th, 2022. Uh, this I don't know if we've done this every time, but before we get too deep into the details of the episode, any initial thoughts y'all have? <sighs> I feel like this one requires a first glance. I'm trying to... Yeah. Um, I'm taking a step back and trying to remember how we left off on uh, the last episode the last episode yeah. right where we pick up in this episode yeah. with mark at the college meeting yeah. that the what, what uh what are we doing any, what was the last we heard of like burton irving um it was just the kind of uh oh yeah put back in my notes here I missed the little recap. It wasn't paying attention. Yeah, there. So I believe they just got put on. They put those doors in. And mm-hmm. That's all we saw. Yeah. 
and we, we hadn't seen them come into work, right? Yeah, I was, yeah, I think I was just kind of trying okay. to they, like where everybody was. They were escorted back in the last episode by Milchik after they were all there in O and D, like mm. having that forum. Gotcha, and yeah. I believe that was the last time her and Irving interacted. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, initial initial thoughts, like after watching it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, also, like, you know, kind of what you were expecting. And, uh, going, going into it, I thought we were going to get more of uh, the severance, uh, unseverance process, what did they call it? I forgot again. Yeah, reintegration. Yeah. yeah, reintegration. I thought we were going to get a little bit more of that, but it was really just, like, three minutes of fucking uh, Marcus just being a little bitch-ass. Yeah. In the hallway, we're just we're just hyping Mark up. Last episode, yeah, he he takes yeah, it he, he so one good. step forward, two giant steps back. And, in this and like, like it wasn't even anything. Like we we don't we learned nothing about that procedure we, specifically. Yeah, or just really yeah. Anything. Oh, we we learned some stuff about there's a lot about from that that scene yeah. itself. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. about reintegration. Not, not much. She does say she's the one who put that ship in. Well, I I mean, we learned about that, that she, like, she's obviously been severed herself. I don't know. Yeah. Which was tough. I don't know. That was... Well, I mean, they do say, what, Kobol might not be severed, or... No, no, Bill. We're jumping in. Not, we're, yeah, well, <laughs> Jeremy, did you have any... <laughs> First, oh, man. big big picture thoughts on the episode. Um, We're tripping over ourselves, trying not yes. to get too deep into it. Yeah, I, I I think what I'll say about this one, kind of what the last one too, is I I know I've watched this before, but I forgot so much. Yeah. Like a lot of I, stuff. I, I really the first time, anyways. And I'll just say that there are a lot of things in this episode that when I watched the first time, I was not onto before, like it revealed it, and I once again was not on to them and it was almost just as much of a surprise yeah so it's a good one i definitely feel like the second watch of this is uh also very fresh and and like i said there's a lot of stuff to pick up on the first time yeah the second time you watch it Uh, i'm not going to give away my rating for later on in the episode yeah i'm gonna say that too uh very not disappointing lackluster until like the last little bit. Okay. Because like what this is episode seven. Episode seven. We have two left after this. Like for final for the final three of an episode, it seems kind of nothing. Nothing really goes on. Mm-hmm. Nothing okay. is really pushed forward, in my opinion. You're yeah, getting some but... more just kind of like situational. I feel like uh, building blocks, you know, the scene building. Okay. Yeah. Building. So... Nothing really pushing the narrative forward. They're setting like, a lot up for sure. There's not necessarily a lot of action. So I'm like, I'm in like, the past few episodes. with them doing that, it almost seems like they're going to. I hope they don't, or they did it. I should say, uh, cram everything into the last episode, mm-hmm. like try to fit, try to wrap up everything and rush everything into the last episode before they go on to the next season or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I see, yeah. I see what you mean. 
I was going to say that's the whole thing. We, you know, how much they'll wrap up, we'll see. Because as we have talked about, there's going to be a second season. Right. That's uh, the other thing. So how many stones do get unturned as right. we wrap this season up? All right. Y'all ready to get into it? Let's do it. I think so. Uh, like we said, we. Uh, like we said, we are back on the close of the last episode uh, with this woman leading Mark through this uh, abandoned wing of this college, I guess. Um, yeah, it's at night, so I mean, maybe it's just like yeah, it's like a sports complex, and they just like use it all the time. So I don't know. <laughs> um, the woman says Petey didn't follow post-op instructions, and that's why. It, it, this is one of the things that stood out of me in this conversation because we've had this question about did they know this was going to happen to him? And she claims that he just did not follow the post-operation procedures. And she seems like... What a cop-out answer. You think so? I was going to say, yeah. to Generally. me, I think she seems worthy of believing at this point. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. No, her totally. I would, yeah, I That's wouldn't have any more reason to, to not trust her or to trust her, I think. Hmm. Um, we do I don't know if this is the first time it's been noted here but she mentions Mark's been severed for about two years uh, and says he's basically a baby and then gives him a speech about the morality of having an any and the the infantilization of that part of yourself oh yeah what is that word what does that mean Uh, well basically to like you know an infant to treat somebody to infantilize somebody is to treat them as an infant yeah basically um and she's she accuses him of doing that and like i say questions the morality of this whole situation Uh, but their conversations cut short because grainer shows up and Which we knew, we the knew he was he was on to yes. Yeah. Yeah, we, we knew he was on Might his way there. Easy to forget though. But yeah, a shocking turn. Grainer beaten to death. Very unrealistic. <laughs> that, that was a metal bat. There definitely would have been a beam. Yeah. A very not a whack <laughs> like that. I don't know if you ever played uh, like little league baseball, but you know that little Yep. I know exactly the sound. Yeah, yeah. There should have been one of those. Brutal, though. Brutal. Nonetheless, man, this is. Yeah, good acting here. Yeah, he's freaking out about it. Good job. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Woman gives him Grainer's access card and tells him essentially that his any knows what to do with it. And tells him to get out of there. Yep. And uh, so he does when we get the intro. I mean, what does any know what to do with him, though? Like, knowing knowing what we knew. That's a big assumption. Point, right. say, how, how, how can you make that assumption? That, that, that his any even wants anything to do with breaking the status quo. You know what I mean? Things yep. do have to work out in a particular way. It definitely seems like they were shoe. I don't say shoehorning it. That's not the right. That's not the right term. What's the? Uh, they're they're definitely forcing it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It, it's that is kind of a reach at this point. We don't we don't have any reason. I mean, he has been questioning things, and of course, he would know it's Grainer's security card. 
but how would she know his where his any is at with stuff? Yeah, because his any is right. like uh, Helly's any that's like trying to that's like obviously physically rebelling. So there's physical signs on Helly's Audi, yeah. right? Mark, there's no signs that his any is rebelling or yeah. plotting something. So. Yeah, I mean, unless this is one of the signs. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe so. Um, Maybe we get like the that intro. And, yeah, possibly. Uh, but Martin gets home and he dumps his clothes like the woman tell, told him to do. And if you forgot it was the same night that he was just out at that concert with Alexa, she comes out of the bedroom. Which to me, that was <sighs> yes. a, like, I, I totally forgot. I forgot. forgot. I totally forgot. Just like yeah, Mark did. Completely. completely. Like, so, like so, well, not really so much happened, but a lot happened. A lot unrelated I mean, just, to that. Yes. A homicide. And, and Mark did everything wrong. When he left, he because he threw up outside. Yep. And then, like, the way, like, where he put his clothes, just on top of his trash can like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty That's much does everything wrong in that situation. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so... Like, it, he lies to Alexa too about why he left. Like says he just had to go for a drive, um, and says it's a tough situation since his, you know, the first woman he's been with since yeah. his wife died, which we kind of get. But it also that's not the reason he left. We no. know, right? He's totally fronting about this. And, and just think about it. He he he's putting himself in a hole in that relationship to cover. Yeah. Yeah. So he he didn't murder that person, right? He can he can totally rat. Yeah, but he feels like he, he can't. Did, be he can't. Yeah, he, but, but he's, he feels he owes his like. He just like he owes it to I can't remember what her name is. That yeah, uh, the lady, the lady. Yeah, I meets. can't remember again. Starts with an R. I keep forgetting to write it down. Yeah, um, Rigabi. Yeah, yeah, it's something right. along those lines. It's probably yeah. totally not right. But, uh, but Alexa asked Mark <laughs> if she wants him to leave. If he wants her to leave, and he says maybe. Yeah, I don't know, maybe, mm-hmm. and lets her leave. Which yeah. is the wrong thing to do in that situation. Listen, he's uh, doing so good, and he just oh, this you're all, screaming you at this is all on the same night. Like this, this went downhill very fast for him. Yeah. Uh, Selvig the next morning notes Mark is disposing his trash at a different time than usual, <laughs> and like you said, kind of being sloppy about stuff, and then yeah. invites him for tea later. Real quick, uh, does Deb know that that's Miss uh, that's his uh, neighbor? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's she mentioned Mark in the both in this episode and the the previous one. Okay, sorry. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 yeah Very good. Yeah, uh, that's an important piece of information. So we are in the office, and Milchik is incessantly testing the new doors at MDR, kind of like yeah. he's Leo DiCaprio in The Aviator. <laughs> and he then locates the card that Dylan took from O&D. Getting all personal, making out that toilet. <laughs> he, had, he got oh, man. so close to there, it. There's no reason to be that close to a no. toilet unless you're sick. 
You know what I mean? Correct. Like, like he was like head in the bowl. Yeah. Very Just odd. On the seat. He uh, he visits Bert G, <laughs> and he he says kind of mysteriously, "We can now focus on the final preparations." Mm. Dylan yeah, gets he's pretty unhinged at this point. Yeah, Milchick in this episode. We, this whole first opening is Milchick. Dylan gets to yeah. work, um, and Mil, you know, of course, Ooh. just like we thought, he's freaked the hell out. Yeah. Uh, Milchick explains the overtime contingency and tries to entice him with perks. Why, why would you tell him that, though? <sighs> right. I, yeah, he. Cause, okay, we like this is pretty big, I feel like. Uh-huh. Milchuk telling Dylan uh-huh. that they can just do it, that they can just flip it, yeah. the switch. Which we like, also learn here that he didn't tell Coble about that. Right. Which? Because she's been so, so I was busy. Say, she's, she's, but she's literally nursing Devin's baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's, but she's doing something that's not Right, so like, that's what she's up doing. Yeah, because yeah, Grainer was unaware of what she was doing the last episode, and she mentions that it's her own research. I think her own PI. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll get into that whole scene with her and Devin later. Right. Yeah, because it's I think. But do you, very but do you think that do you feel like if you were a Lumen uh, supervisor, do you think? That was the right move in keeping everything calm. With the the OTC with Dylan? Not even that, just like telling him that that exists. Uh, no, but I don't know what else he does. In, in my opinion... Because he's got to tell Dylan something. In my opinion, you just make up something like you have the ability to like... You just tell him that you have the ability to... uh make it seem like you know like you like you already had the ability to right. their consciousness and all that why can't you go into their head and make it seem like they're doing that you know what i mean yeah if you can insert yeah just like it's a they it's like inserted a fictitious occurrence yeah like he's like underneath uh, like hypnosis or something like that right yeah I, I mean, I think the thing is he's just put himself in a bad spot by doing it in the first place. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was worth uh, using the OTC to figure out where that card was. And now right. he's put himself in a spot where, like I say, he's had to say something. And he might not have said the right thing, but I don't think anything was going to be the right thing there. Yeah. Uh, Dylan's going to be he's freaked out. Way. Yep. Uh, he then escorts Mark to the office and says it's new protocol. Everybody's freaked out by the changes. Um, Milchik tries to call Coble, but she's with Devin. Uh, and here at this scene, Coble's telling an insane lactation gone wild story. Yeah. <laughs> and it was spraying like a fire hose, she says. Uh, Devin tells her, yeah, uh, but yeah, Devin starts to tell her about the Artetas and proposes what I call her severed gestation theory. Yeah. And uh, what do y'all think about that? 
Yeah, I think she's got it spot on with the lady. Was she severed specifically for pregnancy? Huh. What would be the point? Yeah. Like I, what Devin says here, I mean, she actually leaves it unsaid um, because she's to miss out on all of the the pain of childbearing, essentially. So it's just a form of anesthesia. Yeah, very extreme form, I guess. Or, or uh, what do women get for pain and stuff when they're pregnant? An epidural. Epidural, not when they're pregnant. Yeah. They're giving Birth. childbirth. Yeah. yeah. When they're giving child. When they're giving child. <laughs> yes, and in case y'all didn't realize, we don't have a female perspective on this podcast. Yes, I no, not. <laughs> we are doing our best here. We tiptoe around those. Yeah, we, we try. You know what? Maybe that should be our first guest, a female. Absolutely. I don't know the name of the uh, female perspective. The female perspective episode. <laughs> Very generalizing. Right, there we go. I'll tell you this. It'll be by far our best one. One <laughs> female <laughs> uh, engagement. Yeah, we're hopeless. Yeah, but wait. Yeah. So, what do y'all think? Yes or no? Is Devin on the spot here? I think she's pretty close. Okay. And I, more, I think it's a more nefarious to continue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think she's pretty close. <laughs> and I think it's enough to alarm Coble. And not alarm her, but just kind of. She said she was conducting research. I think this is what she kind of wanted to hear. Yeah. Kind of seeing like more. And, and, and she learned more about Mark, too. Yeah, because that's the next thing is. Uh, I keep saying Coble, but I guess technically here she's Selvig trying to get info about Mark's grieving process over Gemma and whether yeah. he ever talks about her. And Devin says not nearly enough, right? Yep. Which, uh, which we, yeah, yeah, come up again. Which, which, which you understand with it makes sense saying as Ali's gone with the whole severance process, it seems, you know. Mm-hmm. This is his way of coping. Is yeah, yeah. We've talked about it. He's clearly trying to block out that part of his life right. and not deal with it. But we've seen little steps in that process, um, and maybe again at the end of this episode. But back at the office, Irving wants to know whatever happened to the soap labels. <laughs> you know, the labels <laughs> that told you what soaps they were. Yep. He. Uh, is of course using this as a ploy to go to O and D. I mean, think about it though. You got your, you got your, uh, your honeydew. You got your yep. uh, apple cinnamon mm-hmm. uh, f- scented. I almost said flavored. We don't eat soap. Either way. Okay. I mean, or, or just maybe maybe one of them's hand sanitizer and one of them's soap. You know. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm doing a drive-by hit, I don't want soap. Yeah. Maybe then I'm locked in. Maybe yeah. one's gel and one's foam. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Big. Yeah. Huge difference. So you know, in the workplace, this is an understandable. And it seems like it seems that they can shell out anything and everything at Lumen. So they probably have all their kinds of soaps to fit your yeah. dermatological yeah. needs. SAT word of the day, people. They have those fabricators <laughs> down in O and D. Uh, Dylan. Gives Irving an attitude here. And uh, then Milchik comes in. 
And oh boy, this is this is awesome. This is when we kind of get a little off the rails. Heli has earned <laughs> uh, an MDE, a musical dance experience. She gets to choose what is it? One musical accessory and one yep. genre. She chooses Maraca and Defiant <laughs> Jazz. Roll credits, please. Yep. We, yep. we get the creepiest version of Milchik here. He's feeling it. Oh, he's yeah. getting it. He can I move. Mean, no lot in this actor. I, I, I need to know the actor's name because he's fantastic in every scene, but especially here because that smile is. Ooh, yep. creepy. Yep. That that little shoulder roll he's doing. Yeah. The strange thing is, everybody is kind of into it, except yes, for Dylan. That's the right? weirdest thing. Which Dylan should be the most into it. He was the first thing we ever. He was all about the waffle party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he always talks about his fear, uh, fear traps. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but God, this this scene is incredible, though. It's, I love this scene. This is one of my top scenes, maybe in the whole show. This song combined with the lights is anxiety inducing. And just the yep. jump cuts. Yeah, it reaches yep. like a fever pitch. Like the yes. zoomed out jump cuts. Is yeah. going but you're also trying to figure out why. Like, <laughs> like they should be in. This was not the mood the last episode. Like right. shit was getting out of hand and they're sitting here dancing. Yeah. You know? Like well, Cobble's not there, Rainer is dead, <laughs> and they're they're like they're literally dancing, you know, and, and like that's that's what you, as you're watching though, like that's where you left it, and then here comes Milchek after you see him creeping at the doors, you know, making sure they stay locked in. Yeah, like, it, it's just that. all they're around. Gonna, yeah, it's got a weird contained. Yes. Got a weird feel to it though but yeah you're right like the, the way they the camera cuts and why is everyone feeling it why am i feeling it you know why well, am i moving a little bit well and also like at first you can tell each person's not really feeling it though right first, it takes a second they slowly it's, it's almost like it I'm takes a little chick coming it. over there like there's something about is it no his vibe is infectious did we just define jazz? Wait, can you define jazz? No, you can't. It's all interpretive. Okay. Just curious. I mean, if, <laughs> if, if you're really talking true jazz here, boys. If you, I think that was some true jazz. If you want to defy jazz, you give uh, John Legend a keyboard. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> I'm surprised it didn't pop up in this scene, then. Do you like jazz? Uh, this, <laughs> this episode finally, this episode, this scene finally kind of reaches its climax when Dylan has enough and attacks Milchik and tackles him, bites him, leaves him bloody. And according to Milchik, he broke the skin. He did. I mean, Dylan just goes after him. Yeah, Milchik stood no chance. And, th- and that's what I'm saying, like... Could, Milchik's it, a pretty big big dude, too. So Yeah, he's built. I mean, that's what I'm saying, like... There's no shot, though. If you didn't tell Dylan, would he have a chunk of his arm missing? 
Yeah, that's that's a good point. Well, plus, and also the way he said uh, it broke skin was such a bitch way to say it. <laughs> yeah, it was. It broke skin. Yeah, it's it, like, it, was, okay. it was like a kid at the playground. It was yeah. like, I'm I'm telling Kobo about this. <laughs> it's like, okay, with like, respect, this... I bit your ass. Yep. Uh, he makes the most redundant announcement in the world when he says the MDE is officially canceled. Yeah, and well, shit. I love it was up in the air, you know. It was, yeah. They they thought maybe it's just postponed due to weather. Maybe it's hey, maybe it's jazz. Is there a department <laughs> where I could check out this record? I love, um, yeah, we got to see that the music department. Um, but I love this shot of them all holding Dylan. It's oh yeah, it's so um, cool. Guardians His glasses Galaxy. all messed yeah. up. Looking. You said what's that shit? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, the, it is kind of like where they all where they're all holding on to each other to yeah, contain exactly. the power of the Infinity Stone. That's exactly what this is. I mean, this is like you hurt Dylan. Yeah, you can <laughs> feel the bond. They're really protecting oh, yeah, for him sure. there. For sure. Um, so when Milchik does leave, Dylan explains the overtime contingency. Says he saw his son, and uh, then Mark pulls out. Trainer's card, which he noticed during the dance, and uh, they—it was very confusing. We missed like a fifteen-second chunk and kept trying to go back because, like they said, the plan. But they don't really tell us the plan, right? Uh, Dylan right. stays behind. They go out of the office. Um, and of course, when they leave the office, Irv instantly heads to O and D. Like, what did they think he was going to do? Got to go check on Bert. Yep. Yep. Pretty sweet moment here, honestly. It is. I mean, that's As this relationship goes. Yeah, that's all he's concerned about at this point is Bert. Just um, more gut punches ahead, though. I mean, that that should be the name of this episode: is gut punches. <laughs> Ahead. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mark and Helly do go to the security office and nobody is there. They find the control board for every severed person. And uh, meanwhile, I, well, I, I don't want to just pass over this. The control board for every severed person. That's crazy. I mean, did you Which imagine? We, we saw briefly right in the last episode. Oh, did we? Okay, I didn't. I didn't right. notice it. Do they show when um, when Dylan is is being like when he's oh yeah like during the milkshake? I think we part. might see it for a yeah, second. I think yeah, right. I... but I mean it is a crazy visual. Just all those names up there with the lights by them. Uh, this is they cut back to Natalie. You know the board's puppet at Lumen, and she informs Coble. Uh, what we already know, Grainer is dead, and the board wants to know what Coble's doing about it. And fascinatingly, here, Coble doubles down on reintegration. Were you surprised at all by that? Ray, I'd like to hear your answer on this one. Do you mind? Yeah, he, he, st- he stepped away for a moment. Oh, did he? <laughs> he oh, that. Yes. My bad. My no, bad. you're okay. He he didn't mention anything. He he stood up. Okay. And off. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I should have let you know. Good. He'll be right um, back though. All right. 
Ask that one more time. Coble uh, doubling down on her stance on reintegration here. Was that surprising right. to you at all? Based on... No. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, not at all. She seems pretty set on the course. That's the thing. But Milchek seems set on the course, too. That's not the same. <laughs> that I didn't really realize the first time. It seems to me. Yeah, he... I, it's interesting that they're... Because she doesn't parallel. know about him seeing Dylan, right? And Dylan seeing no, his kid. Right. I don't think Coble knows about this. No, yeah, he he specifically says that, and then uses so, it to threaten Milchik later on. Right. Or it so, was during the MDE. He because he says I'll report this to Coble, and he says I'll I'll go with you. Yeah. And, yeah, and essentially, right. I think the unsaid stand-up. part is he's threatening to reveal. Right that he used the OT protocol. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's, um, no, it doesn't, doesn't come as much as a shock to me. Yeah. Um, and she, she says she'll make a presentation on it. Um, and the board agrees to see it the next week at the Egan family gala. Ooh, Mm. black tie. This This is, yeah, this is the Hamptons. I mean, this is everything you dream of. We'll be renting DeLoreans and showing up in crushed velvet suits. <laughs> no. <laughs> Legend of Eleven. Come on, Bob. Just Dora TV. <laughs> oh boy, Dora has her own TV channel here on Vizio. Quite a big step in the world for Dora. Nothing for Diego. Yeah. Well, that's too like, bad. I haven't heard about Diego in a long time. We'll love Hope he's cousin. okay. Whenever you you go outside <laughs> that much, you know, whenever you explore those areas, they're whenever exploring. Whenever you drop that much acid. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I never saw that episode of Go Diego Go. Well, there's always all those talking animals and talking inanimate objects. Well, Swiper is a fox who tries to swipe. Mm-hmm. Boots is a monkey who wears boots. Yeah. And uh, what was Diego's cat's name? Oh, it, little, it was like a little like, cat, right? I, I don't know, Jeremy. Jeremy, do you recall? Say that one more time. <laughs> Diego's Check down. Check Diego's down. cat. No, no, I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> Diego's cat. Yeah, did Diego have, like you know how like Dora had boots? I don't remember the cat. I don't either. He wasn't notable enough. Uh, <laughs> we come back to her. At all. I'm really Good. thinking about it now. I don't remember the cat. It's the shower theory. Diego even was not a super familiar character to me. You know? I was more strictly on the door side yeah. of everything. Uh, but so Irving, <laughs> yeah, we see him show up at O&D where there's a giant fruit spread. And... Uh, Bert is retiring. His Audi has a weird video to commemorate it. And, uh, I mean, did, before we get to Irving's outburst here, did y'all have any thoughts on another one of these Audi recordings? How do you retire? I know. Yeah, this seems like, off. Is the, it real? Does that mean Bert's dying? Is this a punishment? Right. right. Well, I mean, yeah, what's going on? Or is like 
his Audi, is his Audi dying or is his Audi decided he doesn't want to be severed anymore? Are we looking at the deseverance reintegration process? Because they didn't say he's resigning. No. Which is, what you know, the term they would use for that. Just, just leaving. I mean, can you, is there a service time qualification? I have my doubts. Yeah, it seems like definitely an uh, indentured servitude type deal. Right. So uh, Irving has an outburst here about the death of Bert's Annie um, and says to Milchik, you smug motherfucker. Yep. You get to go home every day. Yeah, absolutely. He says, you're not severed. You don't you don't know what it's like to be us essentially. Um, Milchik isn't having his shit. I like the side of Irving. Oh yeah, man. John, yes, it's awesome. What's his name? Out. John Turturro. What else does he play in? Uh, I mentioned the big one. Yeah, we t- we said the, what we <laughs> so know in sports. Like, big Lebowski. No, that's all you need to know. Jesus. He's in a lot of other stuff. <laughs> He's in um, something that's about to come out that I was just looking at last night. I can't remember what it is. Sarah Paulson's in it. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Donald Glover. Is it a reboot of the original Mr. Oh, and Mrs. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a show. I, I think uh, it's on Amazon. It looks like it might be pretty good. Um, watch the long trailer. Sorry, I'll keep on. Keep on getting us off the track here. We've been drinking tonight, boys. <laughs> That's right. We yeah. usually re- we record in the morning and we're drinking coffee. Right yes. now we're recording at ten fourteen, drinking liquor. Um, and it does not make you quicker. Yes, it, it does, does not, not make you quicker. No, and long and savory it. words here on the podcast yes. tonight. Because you know, and, and, and to add to the rhyme, I am also I'm texting my sister. That has been the the slight <laughs> delay. And, and meant to processes. No, no. So I do okay. apologize. That uh, I think that's usually more important than talking about Apple TV I'm, originals. I'm, so please bear I'm with staying, us I'm staying while we course, try to I'm make this quick. I'm with you. I'm with you. Because I do love this episode. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> threatens to kick Irving out. Uh, but Bert kind of takes a stand for Irving. And uh, we get this weird montage with some Paul Anka. Paul Anka? Paul Anka? Uh, but Milchik escorts Irving back after the party ends. And uh, he says, let's burn this place to the ground. And yep. like, I felt that. Yep. Yep. This is awesome. This is awesome. Like, this group, like, you, you're rooting for them. At this point, yeah. like, I'm like, hell yes. When he says this, even the second time, I was like, oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, he was the one who was, you know, he is the biggest devotee of the four of them. Yep. Yep. And, like, now that he's, they already are plotting, you know, obviously. And now he's clearly ready to take those same steps. Oh, shit. That's what that means. So when you said the word devotee, yes, I in my brain it instantly went acronym. So I was over here. What 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 acronym is D V O T? 
Instead of devoted. Does it make you quicker, folks? Does it make you quicker? Well, much like us, Audi Mark is drinking again. We see at drinking scotch. We we've just got vodka. He's drinking scotch. Vodka. No ice that I could see in that cup. A couple of gourd heads over here. <laughs> um, Alexa comes over while he's you know hardcore drinking to get her phone and mark oh goodness she tells him he's a mess which he is not just in this moment but in general right and uh right he starts another one of his junk his drunk rants follows lex outside yelling about Gemma, and she drives off into the night uh but then mark seems to have a moment of clarity and starts talking to himself about his wife. She was amazing. Oh, extraordinary. Yeah. yeah, she was allergic to nutmeg. Uh, she loved other people's dogs. She and, hated cardigans. Yes, she thought they were stupid. And while he is saying this, he's putting back together a picture, you know, yep. seemingly of his wife. And yep. when he finally removes his thumb, his thumb was Ryan Seacrest in the early days of American Idol. When he finally removes that thumb, we see that his wife, Gemma, was Miss Casey. And there's the big reveal of this <laughs> oh, show man. so far. How yeah, shocked were y'all? Right. Uh, I hear it. Had you caught any whiff of this? Not, not until that scene. But, um... By the time he so removed, the, by the time he removed his thumb, I I could already figure out who it was, hmm. just because they were trying to make it seem so epic hmm. and drawn out. And you see the black hair, so hmm. who's the only person? And who else could it be? I mean, but no, it's totally shocking. I mean, she's not dead. So then, he, then just starts to bring in all this stuff. Why fake her? Death. Yeah, what's the deal? What's the deal? Yeah, what is the deal? <laughs> Well, that's the end of what the episode, so let's go ahead and, yeah, we can talk about this. I mean, all right, so you think definitely she's not dead, Miss Casey's not some kind of, like, zombie robot situation or anything like that. So does Miss Casey leave? What do you mean? Does she oh, leave at the end of the day. Yeah, she can't, right? Uh, right, you wouldn't think so. But but she, she you, would, you would also think it'd be bigger, bigger news if they were able to reanimate somebody. Yeah, um, I mean it's like it, we don't know. You know, we weren't around for the death of Gemma. Did did Mark see the body? Did, was Ooh, there right. a funeral? Was it open casket? What what what? And there's also, like, all this stuff that Kobel has been doing, you know, seems to be, like, her private research, it would seem, is all tied into figuring out about if feelings come into the inside. Because she's doing all this stuff with Mark and Miss Casey, and that's the stuff she's asking Devin about. So... Is this explicitly Miss Coble's project? So you think maybe when she was bringing in Miss Casey for Helly, that was the start of her whole 
project, or you don't think it started that early? I no, I I think there's a question that her entire role at Lumen is possibly psychological, emotional testing. Well, yeah, I, there's no question about that. But I, yeah. is yeah. it it's just Miss Coble's side project that nobody else knows about? Right. It seems that way. I mean, definitely nobody knows about her outside research into Mark's life and his reactions to Gemma and yada, yada, yada. So, and again, Milchik doesn't know what she's doing and she doesn't know what Milchik is doing, which is another big question we have right now. Correct. What a head scratching. It is. After this one. It's... I'm glad it's there's two episodes about, left. A lot of questions. Yeah. More questions. Like you said, right? Just leads you with more questions, really. Yes. Like I said, I'm definitely glad it ended on this note because it was a very lackluster episode for me, in my okay. opinion, which I think leads yep. us into our scoring. Yeah, let's see. You go ahead. Uh, I am going to give it a six and a half. Oh, big Wow. Job. Wow. Okay. And I feel okay. like. Four and a half of that came from the final bit. Mm. Wow. Man. That would be a two? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, two, 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 two. The scorching take wow. here. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's saying it was a, I mean, no, that's saying it's a bad episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 straight up. But just in the terms of, <laughs> I don't know, moving it along and actually like having something to do with what they're trying to accomplish. It just didn't seem like anything was accomplished at all, really. It was just seemed like a lot of loose ends were created. Yep. In my opinion. Or just not or like they were just going off on that. B plots. Yeah, I can I can see that take for sure. Jim? Uh still for me, just because of um several scenes really. The the Irving scene with the bird retirement, uh the end, and then Dylan storming Milchick. Those three carry it to an eight for me. Mm. Ooh, an eight. Okay. Hey, all right. Also a small yeah, step. Yeah, it, it's, it's, I'm solid. Yeah, it's just, it's a solid episode. Up there with some of the rest. I think this is the first time I'm going to give the highest rating to an episode. <laughs> I, and it's also a tiny step back for me. I think I did 8.7 last week. This is 8.5 for me. Okay. Um, and I do agree that there's not necessarily a ton of narrative pushing forward. But uh, like you referenced, Jer, there are a couple of massive high points in this episode for me. Uh, Defiant Jazz, Dylan biting <laughs> Milchick in that scene. I mean, even beyond that, that scene in itself, I love. Um, uh, yes, Irving standing up to Milchick finally. And also very interested in Coble slash Selvig's interaction with Devin. Right. Um, and what that's con- going to continue to mean. And of course, the ending is the, I, like I said, I, like I said earlier, the biggest reveal slash twist we've had possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, like that's, that's what I want now. Like my new goal is to somehow get his wife to get back like for him to see her 
Right. Line. Which this was not on the table at that all. That was not the goal. Yeah, that was not the goal. Like his wife was, she had, she was passed. You know, that was the thing that you knew happened. And I was like, okay, uh, like I don't care so much if they overthrow anything. Like, it just let's find a way to get her. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was for me at least. I'm with you. Um, and I, man, two episodes to go. I'm yeah. pretty pumped to get to them. But then we have to wait. Yeah, yeah, gotta continue to wait for the second season. Still no word. Yeah. Um, like, like I say, we plan on being there for it, as far as we know right now. We'll have a little drop party. I mean, it might not be midnight release, but you know. Yeah, I, you know, I, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. I think that, I mean, I'd like to, if we can, do it, maybe an instant reaction that that would require a lot of dedication um but you know people people want the word out there quick we've never tried to like concurrently cover uh, a television show something live yeah i mean this is as close to current as we've gotten um so we we've warmed our way up it's going to be a lot of work but hopefully we can get there and get it done uh any final thoughts uh, I'm excited to see more what this uh, integrate uh, de- uh, reintegration process is. Mm-hmm. Uh, see how Aldi, uh, Mark's Audi really handles that. You know when shit hits yeah. the fan. Yes. Yep. It is about to. I mean, he's you know, he helped somebody murder somebody. He, he was in college. So, I mean, he's that, that's going to be a problem, but, right? Like. We just kind of overlooked in the episode. Man, I feel like we didn't, we didn't like speculate like, on his potential uh, investigation. I think, like I said, I don't know. I kind of have trust in this lady, and she she seemed to know how to dispose of this body well. It's not her first time. It wouldn't seem like it, right? And she's tied up in some That's stuff. True. I will note one thing: dragging this episode down for me is I need more Helly R. I know she's been absent yeah. past couple ups past episode or two. Yeah, yeah little yeah. little moments here and there, and I, you know, she's she brings like I don't know. I guess because everybody's started to embrace this movement, she sort of started. Uh, yep. Well, I guess PD if we want to really get technical, but you know, she has been questioning things from the jump. She's she's definitely been the most vocal yep. and yep. outgoing of them all. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if y'all don't have anything else, I think we can wrap it up, right? Yeah, I thought we did a pretty good job with this one. Good stuff. We're right at an hour, and (laughs) some of that at the front will clip out. Uh, But (laughs) thank you, as always, for listening um, to the Going Down the List podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, you know, send us some recommendations. Oh, we're on Twitter now, too? That's right, at GDLpod on Twitter, at tw- X formerly known as Twitter, sorry. <laughs> I still refer to it as Twitter. Send us recommendations. Give us a give us a follow on there. You know, also on Apple like Pods now. Yes, we are now on yes. Apple Podcast. Very exciting. Um, but I've been E.T. Dubs. This has been The Fawn, formerly known as The Fawns. The Fawns, yes. And as always, Joe Barrios. I'd like to thank you all so much for listening. Uh, and drive home safe. Peace.